This is the MoveChannel.com's Property Inspector, taking a closer look at global real estate each month. In our first podcast of 2013, we look at something that's become a permanent fixture in the online property world, social media. Social media has transformed the way we receive the latest news, communicate with friends, and even how we interact with celebrities. 28% of UK journalists feel that social media is essential to their jobs. But how has it changed the property industry? I interrogated Charlotte Ashton, Director of AB Property Marketing, to get some answers. Charlotte, thank you for joining me. Twitter and Facebook have been around for years now. Do they actually achieve anything? A lot of clients in the property world, I have to say the property world was quite slow to embrace, as it is with a lot of things, quite slow to embrace social media. Um, I think it's only really picked up in the last two or three years in any sort of meaningful context. Um, over the last 18 months, um, we've been working with more and more clients who basically come to us and say, should we do, be doing social media? And I explained that, yes, it's one of those things, from in, in part of the marketing mix, you have to kind of be in it to win it, is what I say to them. Um, but you have to do it properly. Um, it's not a case of just listing your properties or tweeting, you know, once in a blue moon. You have to be really dedicated to it and understand what you're trying to achieve. And lots of journalists use it as a tool because it's obviously in real time, so it's a lot quicker than waiting for press releases or things to be posted or emailed. So from our point of view as a PR company, we use Twitter pretty, well, obviously all the time to contact journalists and supply stories but also meet their requests. Some property portals now have Facebook apps as well as pages. Is that is that kind of integration? Is that where we're heading? Lots of companies set up Facebook pages almost like a shop window, really. If you kind of think about it, if, you're, if you don't want to pay for a website, you can pretty much just go onto Facebook and create a company page, and that can be your, your shop window in lots of ways. Expectation has definitely changed among consumers. Uh, high street shops are shutting down because they can't compete with online companies. Um, but have expectations shifted with house buyers as well? Exactly. I mean, for example, I just literally posted on Twitter this morning some, um, just now, in fact, in fact, if you look on Property Frontiers Twitter feed, you should see some pictures of their latest grenade development. So if you had to wait in kind of old school time for that, you'd be waiting a couple of weeks for the photos to be on film and then developed and posted, you know, to the UK and then uploaded and all the rest of it. It would have taken days, if not weeks. How much has social media changed the activity of looking for a property? I think it just offers a different way. And I think the good thing about social media is because there's no, it's not something you do just at work. I think it just gives a different, more relaxed approach to finding property. It's certainly easier to share content with friends or your partner if you're looking for a property, um, as well as that interaction with companies that you can now have. Yeah, for sure. When I'm exactly the same, I'm looking for stuff at the moment. Interestingly, I've been interacting with estate agents um, via Twitter. But I got um, arranged to do a couple of viewings with an estate agent before work. Uh, made sure that I was there at 8 o'clock in the morning. This guy didn't show up. And uh, I couldn't get hold of him. Mobile was off. Office numbers weren't working. Tried to get a couple of different branches. Just got really annoyed sitting there in the freezing cold waiting for this guy to turn up. In the end, I went on Twitter, and uh, within five minutes, I got a reply. And then later that day, I got an, uh, the MD of the entire association chain phoning me up to apologise for the poor service. And of course, with everything in the public eye, there's that exposure that has now been added to the industry as well, which can be good or bad. Uh, customer complaints, in particular, if they're not responded to. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I think Twitter can be positive and negative. Um, yeah, so it's just a very handy forum. I mean, because obviously everyone's got smartphones, you can just do it everywhere. You don't have to be sat at your desk, logged on. What about property owners who are selling their house privately? Um, my investigation uncovered one Twitter account that was created specifically for a house that was for sale. And then the seller would tweet from the perspective of the property. So, you know, good morning, 
my swimming pool is nice. How are you? Oh, that's fantastic. That's, that's very cool. Um, I also think it's a good way to do if you've got um, a villa or a property to let out overseas to make it a bit more different rather than just having a listing site. Can you think of any good examples of uh, how social media has helped real estate? One of my clients has had a really successful uh, campaign that I, I initiated with a lady called the Right Move Addicts, um, Andrea, who's a lovely lady who's got a real passion for property. And she, the client before, had um, a video of a luxury home in Berkshire they were trying to uh, trying to market and sell. And they're having, without social media, they were having about one or two views a day on Vimeo. And after I posted it to Andrea, she tweeted about it to her followers and lots of other people retweeted it. They had up to 125 views in 24 hours. Uh, what tips would you give to uh, a real estate agent or website that is only just starting out in the social media world? I think it's important not just to use it as a selling platform. You have to think about, as, as an end user, as someone reading that Facebook page or getting those tweets, what would you want to see? Uh, ask questions, comment on the news. So which of the content in terms of video and pictures is where you get the most interaction on Twitter. Thank you, Charlotte. So, who was this mysterious right move addict Charlotte was speaking about? Smelling a lead, I tracked her down using her real name, Andrea Morgan. Here's what she had to tell me. Andrea, thank you for joining me. How did your addiction start? <laughs> My addiction start? I've been loving property for as long as I can remember. And uh, when I came across right move, I was just completely hooked on it and was just looking at properties all the time, you know, as you do, not because I wanted to buy one, but just because I like looking at them. There's a lot of us out there that like to do that. And then I decided to join Twitter, and I can't remember exactly why. I think I'd seen lots of people talking about it. And I couldn't think of what to be called, and I thought, stupidly, being naive because I had no idea what I was doing, if I had a made-up name, no one would know who I was. Little did I know that your name comes up as well. Um, <laughs> so uh, people just, like my family used to call me the right move on it because I was always on it. So I just thought, oh, that's a silly name, I'll stick that on. That would be one of the best decisions I'd made. So. Charlotte was saying earlier to me that the property industry has been slower to move into the area of social media. Absolutely, I think some people get it and some people don't. You're launching a property site as well soon, a passion for property. Uh, what is it? The reason we came up with the site is myself and my business partner, Joe, um, is that we felt there was a gap in the market. Um, the, there's lots of sites out there giving you all the information. We're not talking about actually buying properties. We're talking about if you want to know where your nearest estate agent is, if you want to go and have a look at a show home on a weekend, fit to the trade, all those various things from a real prospect from over the industry. It's everywhere, and you you have to look for it. So what we've tried to do is bring together the whole cost spectrum of the property industry under one site in what we kind of nickname a housey hub. And when is it launching exactly? Um, on the Valentine's Day, on the most passionate day of the year. How has Twitter helped you with that? Um, it's the access to big brands that you'd never have before. For, exa for example, like Right Move, who picked up on my name and has now become a strong part of, of the business sponsoring a couple of areas on the website. Now, that wouldn't have happened if it hadn't been for Twitter opening doors. We're in talks with, with several other people. Um, I also personally on my personal blog showcase properties that people send me from estate agents. These companies are forward thinking and, and understand the power that a blogger and a Twitter can have in getting their properties out to a wider reach of audience 
than we would have using traditional methods. We talk a lot about buyers and sellers using Twitter and Facebook, but social media has changed that landscape a bit, hasn't it? The, the categories have kind of been removed. If you're starting out on Twitter now, the last thing you want to be doing is selling. You've got to change your whole methodology of thinking. Um, you need to engage with people, interact with people. Of course, some of the best Twitter accounts don't even advertise their own product. You get silly jokes from Waterstones, Oxford Street or Innocent Smoothies. Absolutely, and Innocent Smoothies are brilliant. They, uh, they tend to post quirky little cartoon characters or photos or you want to be following because it makes you laugh. And that's the power of social media. Andrea, thank you very much and good luck with your addiction. Are you using social media this year? Tell us how at facebook.com slash the move channel or follow us at the move channel on Twitter. The property inspector will return next month.